Hi, I'm Flaky Dino, it's me, Alan Smith, we'll be publishing stories out of today's paper on Tuesday, September 12th. So, front page of paper today is a report that warns the UK could miss out on energy jobs bonanza. So, the North East could miss out on a North Sea jobs bonanza unless investment in the vital sector has increased massively. Uh, this stark warning is contained in a new report produced by Aberdeen's Robert Gordon's University and published just days after industry body Offshore Energies uh, UK revealed that projects worth £100 billion had stalled because of political uncertainty. Uh, RGU had forecast up to 95,000 new jobs could be at risk unless cash to fund the UK's transition for oil and gas to greener power sources is made available. And there are fears that the skilled workers needed to cut the country's carbon emissions while also producing enough energy to keep the lights on will be lost to overseas projects. Uh, the university's powering up the workforce report says the UK offshore energy workforce can increase by up to 50% for over 150,000 in 2023 to 225,000 by the end of the decade if £200 billion is invested in the sector. Well, cheaper, just smart change. Um, RGU's Director of Energy Transition Institute, Paul De Liu, uh, said we are the first generation to see the impact of climate change and we are also the last generation that can do something about it. So, well, that's a very wise word, I would say. And, um, well, we'll see if it happens, if we get some investment, uh, they'll maybe uh, make a job out and keep some uh, jobs up in the northeast, uh, certainly in the UK, which would be a, you know, a good thing for, for Abdi's sake. But um, we'll see if it happens. This lads are not sounding overly confident anyway. Now, Generation Aberdeen. A slogan approved at last. So, uh, could the slogan Generation Aberdeen become world famous, even one day rivaling New York's iconic Love Heart design? Um, well, Brandon Boffins, if I toiled over the catchphrase, say it has the potential to become globally recognized. The claim has come under scrutiny, however. When it was first brought to councillors for approval in May, it was almost laughed out of the chamber. Bemused members said it reeked of all folk trying to be cool. Um, <laughs> I can't have that. Um, workshops took place behind closed doors in July, with the minds behind it explaining the rationale to puzzled councillors. That was enough to convince the ruling SNP and Liberal Democrat administration for yesterday signed off on the branding, but others remain convinced it's a bad idea. Independent Lower Deeside councillor Marie Bolton might have more reason to care about the branding than many. Uh, as she as the former leader of the city centre master plan projects, she asked her colleagues to send the plans to the scrap heap. Uh, Mrs. Bolton said that when she recently asked that one of the people in the project to sum up the Generation Aberdeen slogan, she was given a 15-minute explanation. She says it should be obvious for it's about this doesn't tell folk for it is, it doesn't fall off a tongue, it's a bit of a nothing. Or a round O, as all Hertie Smith used to say. Uh, Labour's Kate Black, uh, sorry, Kate Blake told the Chamber that she has 25 years of experience in marketing as she stuck the boot in. She said the idea that Generation Aberdeen would have global recognition as a slogan was a very ambitious target. Uh, the Kingswell Shedicks Lane Summerhill councillor questioned how this would be measured. 
as the slogan was compared to the Glasgow Smiles Better campaign. In ESCOM is a, others brought up successful examples such as the I Heart New York logo or closer to home examples like Glasgow Smiles Better. Uh, the meeting later descended into an argument over Labour's failure to attend the summer workshops on this slogan. Uh, but finance convener Alex McClellan implored us to stop bickering and come to a decision. He says, we cannot keep delaying and deferring actual decision-making. We need to push on. Well, definitely. Um, yeah, that tea and fine pieces, mighty an expense. Ultimately, the administration's numbers advantage saw the plans passed. That means it will now be used to form a website explaining the various master plan strands daubed on hoarding around construction projects and plaster on buses. The marketing experts defended their slogan, saying the, world the word generation allows us in one fell swoop to encapsulate all the positive elements of the project while simultaneously drawing in all age groups. Um, so, well, we'll see. But I mean, uh, witness, I would agree with the councillors first. Um, reaction, I wouldn't say it's a, just a trips off the tongue or um, means an awful lot, really. Um, but off the top of my head, I can't think anything, um, you know, that would, but, uh, you know, I think if I was a locked in closed doors with um, either clever folk or uh, boffins, then um, I'd come up with something maybe a fraction better, but let me think on it now. <laughs> Now, after two minutes, I think I have it. So it would be, my slogan would be fit, question mark, like Aberdeen. That's a world beater here now, right there. Now here's a chance to end the stadium stalemate with the Dons, it says. So Aberdeen council leaders could soon sit down with Dons bosses in a bid to resolve a stalemate over plans for a new seaside stadium. There's been no contact between the local authority and Aberdeen FC management or the multi-million pound project for a whole year. Uh, as despite the potential fit by uh, Grand Foreman, the anchor of the entire seafront regeneration dream with the huge ground dominating design images on how it uh, one day could look. Uh, the sides are at odds over costs with Aberdeen FC seeking some public cash towards the £80 million building. The SNP and Liberal Democrat uh, ruling group say they want to part with only money. However, amid mounting pressure, Lib Dem Council co-leader Ian Yule yesterday declared his intention to sit down with Don's bosses to find a way for it. Uh, supporters far broadly in favour of building a potato replacement at the beach instead of miles away at Kingsford will welcome the end of the impasse. During a major meeting on the beach, master plan officers again confirmed there had been no talks with Red's chiefs in 2023. Um, the Chief Commercial Officer Craig and I said the situation is the same. We haven't been uh, speaking to Aberdeen Football Club, but I would emphasise that the stadium remains part of the development framework. Exasperated Labour Group leader Mr Takir Malik stressed the importance of the ground as he pleaded for action. He said, without a new stadium, the only thing we do at the beach is just cosmetic. Uh, Conservative Group leader Ryan Houghton also uh, called for the co-leaders to get something done. And former Lord Provost Barney Crockett asked whether the SNP group lied about the stadium to win votes. Uh, Mr Crockett referenced a pre-election pledge the Nationalists made to work with the club to make the stadium happen. So, well, here we have it. Hopefully, this will be a bit of a breakthrough and we'll get the, 
you know, get it, get it included in the plan and get an agreed price. And if, if the council's going to spend some money, well, all well and good. And, um, you know, it'll certainly be a, a lot better than, than what we have just now. So um, we'll see. But maybe if it we need some more Aberdeen supporters in the council, which uh, seems a strange thing to say for Aberdeen council, but I think that's the root of the problem. Me, that's what I think personally. There's a paddleboarder bask in the company of huge sharks in the Firth. So a paddleboarder and his partner got up close and personal with sharks in the Murray Firth. Connell Gresham from Shetland and his partner headed out last Thursday after hearing that basking sharks had been seen off the coast. They paddled out and found themselves close to sharks which circled them. Basking sharks are not dangerous, <laughs> right for you to say, and are generally toler tolerant of divers and boats. However, their sheer size and power could not be underestimated. Uh, speaking to uh, Grumpian TV, Mr. Gresham said he felt incredibly lucky uh, that we could see the sharks off the beach when we arrived. We slowly paddled out and then stopped about 70 metres for the shore. There was a juvenile that swam by and then we saw this biggie and further away making its way towards us. It swam past, turned and swam away. It then circled us four or five times before heading away again. Um, after the experience, Mr. Gresham and his partner saw about 10 mere sharks along the coast and then decided to head back on shore. <laughs> well, <laughs> at top speed, I would uh, imagine, but um, no, he seems to be, um, you know, really happy to have seen them. And um, yeah, that's tremendous. I think I'd be happy to see them through a pair of binoculars for uh, dry land. That would be suit me better, but uh, Amazing that they're up in Tiddlinabut Grunier and Murray Firth. Now, here is a restaurant boss admits to dodging £50,000 a tax. So, the boss of an Aberdeen Italian restaurant has appeared in court after failing to pay more than £50,000 in taxes. Uh, unaware to Masood Mary's uh, customers, says good old Italian name here now. Uh, the Italian food served up at the now-closed Piccolo and Bonacourt Terrace came with a side of tax fraud. An investigation found that between January 30th, 2012 and October 4th, 2015, the 43-year-old charged customers VAT but failed to pass it on to the taxman. The present journal previously reported on the case when a second man, filmmaker Hassan Nazer, also faced charges, but his not-guilty pleas have now been accepted by prosecutors. Uh, Mary also had a, a not guilty plea to another charge accepted and the sum involved was amended before pleading guilty. Uh, Fiscal Deputy Lucy Simpson told Aberdeen Sheriff Court that a separate company had registered for VAT purposes with HMRC for the restaurant in 2007 before cancelling at the start of 2011. Ms Simpson told the court on February 7th, 2012 a TSB business bank account was opened by the accused for a Passar Guard Warehouse Limited, Piccolo 21-23 Bonacorte Terrace, Aberdeen. The accused was named as a director of the company. So Sheriff Gordon Fleetwood deferred sentence for background reports until October. And um, he also asked um, for a pizza and uh, some, yeah, some fine pasta or something to go along with that. Maybe if he's having his dinner, if he considers the case. But... Um, you know, hard joking aside, 50 grand is a fair chunk to be 
you know, tied to Swakit talks, man. I think that I was going to find due to that. So, Neil Ockerman. I'll just finish up with sport as normal. On the back page of paper today is a uh, Garten man is a perfect fit. It says uh, Kjaer. Uh, former Aberdeen goalie Peter Kjaer uh, reckons the Dons have made a shrewd move by bringing Stefan Gartenman to Pitori. The 26-year-old Dane has joined the Dons in a season-long loan deal from Mitchelland. Um, and uh, Kjaer made 46 appearances for the Dons between 2001-2003. Now works as a pun- pundit in Denmark for Viaplay. Um, and he believes that uh, Gartenman can bring some stability the Aberdeen defence that has struggled in the opening weeks of the season. So, well, here's hoping he's right. And also, the other bit of the back page is a confident Scots hope to have the last laugh against all the enemy. So, obviously, a big uh, match tonight is Scotland v England, 150th anniversary um, of the game. And, um, you know, here's hoping Scotland can uh, give them a good thrash. And even if it's 1-0, it'll be for us. But, uh, you know, come on, Scotland tonight. And uh, come on, Aberdeen, for uh, get that thing back to normal. Now that's me done for the now, so we pack the series of today's Press and Journal on Tuesday, September twelfth, twenty twenty three. Um turned out near bad day the day actually, it's quite uh, uh, mild and fine and sunny and uh, nearly as hot as last week, but just uh, quite pleasant I would say. So here's hoping this bites for really. Um because I've certainly some amount of rain the last uh, couple of nights anyway, it's been a hell of a hell of a um um, just lashing for hours and hours and end. But um, anyway, that's uh, a wee buckle of snippets with the paper. I uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, please make sure and tell a pal about it. Um, and if, uh, you know, if they're that way inclined, they can follow us on Spotify and then they'll never miss an episode. And also they'll have uh, a back catalogue it with fear you. And, um, you know, without even listening to it, just thinking about other episodes you have to listen to, it would put you into a coma. But um, yeah, uh, uh, more folk it uh, listens, uh, then obviously the better it is for uh, everybody concerned. So in the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Doodle.